0: Sci-Fi, The Holes Around Mars by Jerome Bixby. Starship crews should be selected on the basis of non-irritating qualities as individuals, no chronic complainers, no hypercontracts. no bugs or cleanliness, particularly no, man, no one-man parties. I speak from bitter experience, because of the first expedition to Mars, Hugh Allenby, the damn near drove us nuts with his puns. We've only got, so we, we've only got, so we just ignored them. But no one could ignore the classic last one, written them right in the annals of astronomy, and it's there to stay. A being in command the expedition was first to set foot outside the ship. As he stepped down from the airlock onto the Mars, he placed that foot on a convenient rock, caught the toe of his weighted boot in the hole in the rock, raised his ankle, smote the ground with his pants. Sitting there, eyes pained behind the transparent shield of his oxygen glass. He stared at the rock. was about five feet high, only granite. No special shape, and several inches below its summit. Really straight for it, and then no westerly direction, with neat round for each hole. I'm upset by the whole thing, he grunted. The rest of us scrambled out the ship and gathered around this his plump form. while well, another two of us winced at his miserable double pun. Break anything for you? asked Burton, a pilot kneeling beside him. Get out of my way, Burton, said Appleby. Allenby, You have obstructed my view. Burton blinked. A man constructed long bones of caution. He angled out of the way, looking round to see what he was obstructing view of. He saw the rock and round the hole for it. He stood very still, staring. So did the rest of us. Well, I'll be damned, said Janice, a photographer. A hole in a rock, said Grandez, a botanist round said rolder oh an artifact finished out, out and be softly burn helped us to help to defeat so only we going around the rock janice bent down and put an eye into one end of the hole i bent down and through the other end we skidded each other as a materialologist i expected to opinionate not drilled i said softly but not chipped not melted certainly not eroded I heard a grasping sound in my ear and straightened. Bernard was scratching a thumbnail along the rim of the hole. "Whether," he said. Pretty old, but I bet it's a perfect circle if I, we've made it. Dennis was already sort of fiddling with his camera, testing the coordination of the tiny distant sun with a lunar monitor. Let's see whether it is not, it is or not, Abbe, Annabee said. But then brought out a steel tape measure. I was four and three inches across, perfectly circular, about sixteen inches long, and four feet above the ground. But why, said Rodolph. why would anyone bore a four-inch tunnel for a rock way out in the middle of the desert? Religious symbol, said Dennis. He looked around, one hand on his gun, where to keep an eye out. Maybe we landed on some sacred ground or something. A totem hole, perhaps Adam B., Suggested, I—I don't know what to have said to Dennis, but not out of Annaby. I mentioned we always ignored. We didn't mention, always ignored Annaby's puns. Not a lack of narration, Not all typical of religious articles on earth. The reminded him. Besides, it must be Unitarian, not symbolic. Unitarian? How, Osbert Dennis. Autos are snakes, Burton said dryly. Well, said Adamby. You can't deny it has holy it has holy aspects. Get your hand away, will you, Peters? asked Janice. I did, but Janice's camera did, had a click. I bent again and peered through the hole. It's sights on a low ridge over there. I said maybe it's some kind of surveying setup. I'm going to take a look. Careful Janice. Remember where it may be sacred. <coughs> As I walked away, I heard Jadby say, "To take some scrapings from the inside of the hole, Gomez, might be able to determine if anything's kept in it." One of this, this stumpy, purplish, pearl-type cacti reached a long, vertical bite out of it. It somehow has, it almost carved out a narrow U-shaped section from the top down, finishing the bottom of the U in a neat semicircle with flat and clear-cut and an inside surface of a shoehole shoe magnet. I hollered. Yellers came running, and I pointed. Oh my God, said Annabee. Another one, a purple cactus, in around the U-hole, was dry and dead-looking. It's only bold and usually a tape measure. A hole measured and v- three inch and inches across. It's eight inches deep. Semi-circle bottom was just was about a foot above the ground. This ridge, I said about a three foot higher than those where we landed the ship. I bet the hole in the rock and the hole in the cats cactus are the same level. Gomez said slowly, that's not done at done at all once. As a result of piratic attacks. Look here and there. These tip out that overlapping depression depression, the outer ledges of the hole, he put it. this side of the cactus, the size of a great impact. And the skirt effect on this side. Wherever made the hole merge there are juices still oozing, not the point of impact. Where the plant is dislocated But below the shot was transmitted. A distant shout turned us around. Burton was a rock beside the ship. He bended down his eye on the further side of the mysterious hole. He looked for another sec- for a second, and straightened, and came back to us at a lope. A line up, he said. He reached us bottom on the hole, the cactus is right in the middle when you sight through the hole to the rock. If, I, if there's something, it could come round and whack the cactus regularly. Did someone come around and whack the cactus readily, Janice said, looking around rarely. To keep the line of sight through the holes clear, I wondered, why not just remove the cactus? Religious, Janice explained. Gauntlet, he discarded, laid ignored on the ground. In the shadow of the cactus, we went on past the ridge toward an outcropping rock, a hundred yards further on. We walked silently, each of us wondering if we had half expected, if we what we half expected would not really be there. It was one in a one of the tall weather spires. The outcropping came ten feet below its peak, and four feet above the ground was a four-inch hole. Anna sat down on a rock, nursing his ankle, and remarked that anyone who believed his crazy business was that really happening must have holes in the rocks, in a box in his, in his head. Burden put his eye to the hole and whistled, six feet long, every an inch, he said, and end, just a pinpoint. But did you see it? The damn thing's perfectly straight. I looked round the way back the way we came. We kept this sudden ridge with a huge, shaped bait. Beyond was a ship. Beside it was perforated rock. We surveyed. I said, "I bet the holes would be all lined up, right to the last millimetre But Randolph, Randolph complained, "Why would anyone go out and bore holes in things all along a line through the desert?" The Religious journalist muttered, "I don't mean. I don't." doesn't have to make sense. We stood there by the outcropping and looked out along the wide red desert beyond its stretch flatly for miles from its quietest south towards Mars equator, dead sand wastes crisscrossed by trails which we observed while landing to be great, straggy patches of vegetation probably stung along Underground water flows. Boing, boing, You jumped half out of skins. Ozone hit out of our nostrils. Our hair stirred. Electrical uproar. Look, Janice ch- ch- chattered. Lowering his smoking gun. About 40 foot on the left, a small, rapidly creature poked its head from behind a rock. It's dead, I said, after horror. Janice read his gun again. Don't bother, said i tiredly. I don't think it intends to attack. But... I'm sure it isn't a of religious conventions. Jazz wet his lips and looked at the little stream face. I guess I'm kind of taunt. That, that's, that's what I taught, said Adam B. The creature darted from behind its rock, looking us over its shoulder, employed six legs to make it small but very fast tracks. We turned our attention again to the desert, far out back against Mars, a sure horizon, with a line of low hills? Shall we go look? asked Barton, eye gleaming at the mystery. Janice hefted his gun nervously. It is still crackling faintly from discharge. I say, let's go back to the ship. And sighed. My leg hurts, he started. the heels. Get me the field glasses. Redolph flanned them over. And we put them on to shield his mask with his mask in just then, Of the moment he sighed again. There's a, there's a hole on the planet's surface. Catches the sun, a dare, a lousy damn round, little impossible hole. These hills, Burton observed, must be thousands of feet thick. Yo, it lasted all the way back to the ship. Darius held, holding out his belief that the whole thing, religious origin, kept looking round for Martians, expecting the poor screaming for nails. When came up with the suggestion that perhaps the holes had been made by well, disintegrating ray. Pursle hadn't been permitted. It might have been seen as some great battle. With, oh, with only one such weapon, they objected. And we swore as he stumbled. What do you mean? I hadn't seen any other hole, lines of holes. Only one It's a, in a battle. The whole drake should be cut up. with a good few moments silence that fault. And Addenby said, it may have been brought out on one side, at the last result, saw not ice, in a hole. You assisted the temptation of mutiny, but would, but would it even one such weapon in battle, a make one line of holes? Would it, it play played in arc against the enemy? You know, you know it would. Well, wouldn't it? Do, wouldn't it cut slices out of the landscape, to the boring holes? Wouldn't it sway or vibrate for enough, make holes miles away from it? everything else, less than perfect whole circles. It could have been firmly mounted. You, does that, that sound like a practical weapon to you? Two seconds of silence. On the other hand, he said, "Instead of war, the whole thing might have been designed to fight in some primitive race, or even some kind of beast. Holes out there. Out of here, a demonstration religious Janice rumbled. Still, around looking around. He walked on, passing the structures, the low ridge. Interesting, said Goldner. the evidence that everything causes phenomena has as happened again and again, afraid at war, like at the war ferry, on the guard cross rather than He stared at him. The ship, he whispered, is right in line with the hole. If ever made this it's still an operation, ran the old adversary. He ran like fiends. Got the ship into the air, out of line of the holes, so we will firmly hope for safety. Then we realised we were emitting our fear. The mysterious homemaker might still be lurking around. all well, the evidence was all was all was all of it. As grand as us, the cactus was been oozing. It cruised at thirty twenty thousand feet and fought it over. Janice had never was any train. Was a photography said some kind of ominous animal, a, 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 a bird, each rocks and something. I'm not totally discounting a notion of such an animal. Wardrop said. I will resist it to death, suggesting that it forages with dramatic precision. But while anne he said, land out Bolton, by the canal, lots of plant life, fauna too. Well, it, it, we do a little collecting. Berlin set down feather light. And every very year just pulled in fat spots of vegetation, committing a scene behind him, his native Texas pear of flats. We wandered into the air, such each of a susceptible burden his speciality where enough redemptively stalked about another of those rabbity creatures Gomez was carefully digging up plants storing them in jars Jones was busy with his camera recording every aspect of Mars transferable to film at every walked around helping anybody who needed it astronomer he'd done half his work on the way to Mars would we'll do the other half on a turn trip burn lounge in the sun he back against a ship's fin Played chess with who was calling out his moves in bore a grub mode for rocks. My search took me further and far away from the others. What I could do, all I could find around the canal was gravel. I wanted to chip some, I wanted to chip at some big stuff. I want. I walked f- towards a look, look, long rays of half a mile away or so. Beyond there rose the an exciting rain of high sized boulders. As I moved out of the earshot, I heard a our snarled bulletin. Will you stop yelling, kt to k 2 and check? Every time you open your yap, this critter takes off on me. Then I saw the groove. It started right there. The ground began to rise, a thin, shallow cloth, and a groove in the dirt of my feet an inch by inch of course, running off straight toward higher ground. My eyes glued to it. I walked the ground around. Slowly rose. The groove even widened. Now it's about three inches across. About one and a half deep. All oh, done, holding my breath. Four inches wide. Two inches deep. Round rose. More. Some more. Four on eight. Four eighths wide. I didn't have to measure it. I knew now the ground rose and edges of the groove began to curve inward. Over the groove they touched. No more groove. The ground had risen. The groove had stayed level and gone underground. But now it wasn't a groove. It was a round tunnel, a hole. A few places further on. I felt on the ground my heel where it f- ought to be. The dirt crumbled and there was a little dark tunnel, running straight into both directions. I walked on the ground, falling away gradually away. Away, falling away gradually again. So our process was reading in reverse. Hairline appeared in the dirt, widened between lips, and drew slowly apart to reveal a neat, straight four inch groove, which sank slowly to the shadow line of the ground and vanished. Looked ahead of me, there was a low ridge of ground behind me, and enormous boulders, a neat four inch semicircle. Bearing out of it, I very took the ridge, a household boulder directly. Beyond was a four inch hole. Annabelle winced and called the others when they came back and reported. "Mr. deepens, he told them. He turned to me, Lead on, Peters, you're temporarily leader. Thank God he didn't say fall in. The holes went straight through the rest of the boulders. be a hole in one and ten or twenty feet further in than the next boulder, another hole. And another, and another, right through the nest in line, about 30 holes in all. But then, standing by the boulder, I first seen, flashed his flashlight, the hole round off, ran off clear on the other side. The jumble nest, eye to the hole, saw it, straight as a stream. The ground sloped away in the fur side of the nest. Some holes are visible in that direction, some just miles of desert, so we stared at the holes for a while, didn't go. didn't go away. We headed back to the, for the canal. Any impossibility? Asked Janice. We walked. It could be a natural phenomenon. No straight lines in nature. Randolph said. A little shortly. That it goes, it goes for a bunch of circles. A straight line. And for perfect circles too. A planet is a circle. Objected Janice. A reverberate rever- rever- cephaloid. Cereloid. ever be corrected. A planet's orbit. A clip. Dennis walked a few steps, frowning. He said, "I remember reading that it's something down near perfect circle nature. You closed a moment potholes." He looked at me. Where's are virologist to co-operate?
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more visit parker.com purpose parker engineering your success
0: what kind of potholes i said courtesy. do you mean you know where part of uh, part of a limestone deposit was dissolved oh, No. once the glacier passes through a hard rock lying so much softer rocks it grinds up uh, how rock down into softer and Both of them sort of way down to fit together we All ends up with a round hole in a soft rock Probably neither rock Neither rock, I told Janice will be homogamous The softer parts will be braided faster In the soft stone The end result would be a perfect circle Janice's face fell Now, I said Would anyone care to define this term Perfect circle We've been throwing around so politely Because he. Such holes, as Janice describes, are often pretty damn round. Rana said, Well? <laughs> it's settled them," Garber said. You're sarcastic. Your diverse has established just the long, the long horizontal holes we found were curled by glacial action. Oh no, Janice argued, oh, seriously. I once read that Mars never had any glaciers. All of us shuddered. Half an hour later we spotted more holes about a mile down the canal, the all marching around the forest through for tie, rocks, hills, even through one edge of the low vegetation, the canal of 40 feet or so, damaging to bend down and look straight through the curling, twisting grove, a round tunnel from either end. In front of the holes for a mile, a mile to the rim of an enormous saucer-like valley, the state sank gradually, gradually before us, until miles away, it was a thousand feet deep. We stared across, stared out across it, wandering about the other half side. And the breeze said determinedly, "We burrow to the bottom of those holes once and for all." Back to shipmen, he got back, climbed in, and took off. An altitude of fifty feet, burdened, lined the nose of the ship, the most recent line of holes, flew down over the valley. A far side was a range of hefty hills. I was went through them straight through we would approach one hill, but then would manipulate the front through screen till we spotted the hole. We could we would pass over the hill and spot another end of the hole. The rear screen. One hole was two hundred and eighty miles long. For our data, we were halfway around Mars. Right after round Mars. I have this step Randolph, the setting by a port side, chin in one hand, his eyes unbelieving All round the planet, he said repeatedly, all round the planet. Halfway at least out of Annabry moves, and we can assume that it continues in a straight line through fruit, but anything and everything that gets in its way, he glazed at the front port of the uneven blue green haze, came off or left, for love of heaven, why? And he fell down, what we all did. But then suddenly slapped at the bottom, at, and the ship braked and sank a plump duck. At the sec- last second, frozen popped up the rose, short burst and ten feet wheels hit. dead on that sand of five hundred yards. We drove to stop. And then we got up from the floor. Would you do that? he asked Burton, politely nosing, nursing a bellow's elbow but his nose was almost touching the front port. Look, he said, and played. About two miles away the Martian village looked like a handful of yellow marbles flung out in the desert. We checked our guns. We got our oxygen ma- on our oxygen mast. We checked four guns out. We checked our guns again, put on at the ship. Great ship made down shore the airlock was locked. Hour later we called an inch by page inch our huge sand strewn and poked our heads around the, over the top. The margins of runs. The tallest of less than five feet tall, skinny as a pencil, dried up and brown. They wore lying clothes of woe wo- lo- favour fibre. They stood amongst the dusty looking inverted bowl buildings of their village. Every one of them was looking straight up at us with unblinking brown eyes. Six safeties of our six guns clicked off like rattled dice. The margins stood there and gulped. Probably a highly developed sense of hearing, his thin atmosphere, and a breeze murmured, "Heard us coming." He thought that the landing persons was an earthquake. Randolph grumbled sorely. "Marsquake," corrected Giles Jarvis. One well, took a look at the village's scrawny occupants. Seemed to have convinced him that his life is in no danger. Holding the margins covered, resumed the village from the top. The thirty foot dune, the dune like buildings were constructed of something that looked like an abode. The windows, probably built with sandstones in mind. Sandstone right, mine, with doors, we were about halfway up the sloping sides. Each door of stone ramp would run down round the house to the ground, again with sandstones in mind. No note the drifting dunes wouldn't block the entrances. The centre village was a wide street, a long sandy area, some thirty feet wide. Other side of it, houses are scattered at random, if so each margin simply hunted for a comfortable place to sit and then put a house around it. Look, whispered Randolph, one margin stepped from a group situated far side the street from us. He started across the street, his round brown eyes on us, his small bare feet flooding in the hand. He saw in addition to his light cloth, he wore dreary, a a habit of metal ring, a brace at one skinny ankle, a sound called a copper green, scream, his broad, narrow head. We he saw a band of metal there, just above where his eyebrows should have been. The superchief, Chief, muttered, Oh, shame on me. Been a to the bewildered, jeweled Martian approached the centre of the street. He glanced briefly at the ground at his feet. He raised his head, stepped with dignity across his centre of the street came on towards us, passing the dusty-looking buildings, his realm, the dusty-looking groups of the subject, he reached a slope of the dune he lay on, paused, raised small hands over his arm towards us. I think, that he said. that's an anthropologist will give odds, that suggestion means peace. He stood up, forced his gun, without butting the flap, or raised his hands over his head, wielded, martial language, considered, squeaks, it made extremely noises. The chief squeaked and pretty soon we were centre of the group wide eyed We were the centre of the group of wide eyed merchant Martians. None of them made a, none made a sound. Exactly no one dared. no one dared peep when the chief spoke. Very likely most articulate Martians simply squeaked themselves into a the job. And the Breebo, of course, said they just squeaked by. Going for the business of drawing eccentric country cut circles in the sand, pointing to the third orbit away from the sun, thumping its chest. The crowd around us kept growing as more marshes emerged from the domed buildings. See was going on. Down the winding ramps of buildings on our sides, the wide, sandy street they came in from the buildings on the other side of the street, prodding through the sand, blinking brown eyes at us. Not a sound, not making a sound. Annabee pointed at the third orbit and thumped his chest, the chief squeaked and thumped his own chest and pointed at the copperish band and his head and he pointed at Adabree You seem to have conveyed to him, Adabree I, see, I seem to have conveyed to him, Adabree, said to In fact, I am chief of the old party Well, let's say you try again He started over on the orbits Didn't seem to be getting anywhere please? You He to have watched the Martians instead First, hum- handfuls dragging across the wide street. Chris said, Gomez, not nope what happens we reach the centre of the street. Each margin, upon reaching the centre of the street, glanced his feet just for a moment, without even breaking a stride, and then came on. They, what can he be looking at? Gomez wondered. He did it too, but moves. Remember when we first came towards us? We all stared intently in the middle of the street. We saw absolutely nothing but sand. Margin milled around us. I watched Annabree his orbits. A margin child appeared from behind. Two buildings across a street of six-inch legs. He started across, got halfway, glanced back with and came on. I don't get it, but I said, What the hell are they looking for? That? The child reached the crowd and squeaked a thin high note. A number of things happened at once. Several members of the group around us glanced down. Along the edge of the crowd nearest the centre of the street, as a milestone of intervals drifted off. To either side, quite casually, nothing at all It just moved conc- cons- concertedly to get further away from the centre of the street, not trying, to, taking the interest g- gaze of a one-second process. Even Chief glanced up when, from Grand Grandbury's contritic circles, a child's squeak. Randolph had been fidgeting and and paying very little attention to our conversation. Suddenly, so he must answer nature's call. He left the Jews surrounding the village, or rather, he started to move. The moment he felt set off across the wide street, The Martin chief was in front of him, brown as wide, hands out before him as it was thrust. Randolph back, but again, six safeties clicked. Martin didn't blink, a sudden appearance of our guns, but well, the only weapon they recognized was a club or maybe a rock. Well can the matter be, Randolph said. He took another step forward. The chief squeaked and stood his ground, Randolph. And to stop or bump into him, Randolph stopped. The chief squeaked, looking right into the ball of Randolph's gun. Hold still, Randolph, he told Randolph. Tell do we know what's up? And the made an interrogative sound the chief. Chief squeaked and pointed to the ground. He looked looked, he pointed at his shadow. I have stared, come company. To the company I hold steel better. He warned him again. He made a crushing sound. Chief pointed to the street. Then he looked, pointed down the street. He bent to touch his shadow, thumbing it with his thin fingers. He pointed at the wall house nearby. We all locked. Straight lines had been painted on a grove of brick walls, up and down across the form, made small squares about four inches across. Each square was a bit of squiggly writing, blackish paint, a little wooden peg jutting out the wall. Bird said, looks like a damn crossword puzzle. Look, said Ernest, in the lower right corner, I met a metal ring hanging from one of the pegs. That was all we saw on the wall. Hundreds of squares with figures in them, small peg in each, a ring hanging from one of the pegs. You know what, and Bree said slowly, I think it's a calendar, just a second... 30 squares wide by twenty feet. That's 660. That Dunham line was 26, 27 squares. 687 squares in all. That's how many days there are in the Martian year. He looked thoughtfully at the metal ring. I bet that ring is hanging from the peg. It represents the day. You must move it along each day to keep track. What's the calendar got to do when we're crossing the street? Randolph asked, payne tone. <coughs> he started to take another step. Chief squeaked. squeaked Feel a matter of desperation, concern, make us understand. Randolph stopped again and swore impatiently. And the bee made his questions sound again. Then. Chief pointed him out at his shadow in a on calendar where he could see now what he pointed, that he'd pointed a red ring. But says, I think he's trying to tell us that this is today and such such a time of day. I bet he's using his shadow as the sun now. Perhaps that would be granted. Well, I said, if this monkey doesn't let me go, let him go in another minute. Squeak, Chief squeaked, his eyes concerned. Stand still, that's we ordered. He's trying to warn you of some danger. The Chief went out to the street again and instead of squeaking, Revealed that there was another sound in his command, he said, Whoosh, who's there at the end of the street, nothing but a wide avenue between the houses, high sand, down, June, down at the end of it, which we looked, had first looked upon the village. The chief described a large circle, with a hand sweeping hand, but his head down to his knees, up again, as fast as he could. He virtured monkey-lit post, his monkey had said, Whoosh made a circle again. A margin emerged from the door of the houses across the avenue, blinked at the sun, says he had best woken. Then he saw what was going on below and blinked again, the tunnel in this time interest. He made his way down across round the winding lamp and started across the street. About halfway he paused over. he heard a candle on the house wall, glanced at his Shadow, he got down to his knee hands and knees and called across the middle of the street. Once past the middle, he woos, walked the rest of the way to join the groups and calmly stared at us along the rest of them. They're all crazy, Randolph said disgustedly. I'm going to cross that street. Shut up. It's a certain time of a certain day. And we move. And for the way the chief is acting, he's afraid for you to cross the street. And that other one just called by God. Do you know what this might tie in with? We silent for a moment. The goddess said, Of course. Byrne said the holes. Exactly, said Humbery. Maybe whatever made or makes the holes goes right down the center of the street here. Maybe that's why they built this village this way to make room for. For what? Randolph said, unhappily shifting his feet. I don't know, then the Breeze said. Oh, it looked thoughtful at the Chief. <clears throat> that circular motion he made could have been describing something that went around and around the planet. Something like, oh no, that Breeze eyes glaze. I don't believe it. In a million years, he gazed around out where well, he went to in the, the street high sand dune that rose there the chief seemed to be waiting for something to happen i got a call ran off, stated he got to his hands and knees and began to crawl across the center of the avenue chief let him go so he was at the end of the street suddenly erupted a 40 foot sprout of dust shot straight out of the sloping side the bullet had emerged powdered the sand hazed the air yo did almost almost full strength for the avenue Grains of sand stung the skin and rattled minutely mir- on the houses. Whoosh! Earth a thought flat on his belly. He didn't have to continue the trip. He had made other arrangements. Night on the ship. Well, we, we all sat around, still so we shaking our heads. Every once in a while, and very talked with Earth, he sat there with wearing no headphones, trying to make yourself understood. By the golf, golf static, a seemingly small body, uh, repeated worldly to the unbelieving audience. About four inches in diameter, it travels mean distance of four feet above the surface of the planet. The velocity, velocity yet to be calculated, unique nature results in many of you for those, i observed, I might say, more imagined phenomena, imagined phenomena. He stared blankly in front of him for a moment, measured the understood statement of his life. In the end the of life, the discovery made this a re-examination how many of our basic postulates in, the sci- in physical sciences, headphones, sculpts. Patients he and be assured of, he was entirely totally serious and reiterated the results of his observations. Supposing he was an astronomer with twice as fabricated as the rest of us. On the other hand, perhaps he's quite better quick than just to the evidence. Exactly, he said. When the body was formed it travelled with such fantastic velocity, enabled it to voice as almost a whisper, Punch holes in things, the headphone squawked. It rocks we said, it mouses anything that got its way, and now the holes that have formed a larger portion fixed object. Squawk. The mass must be in the order of squawk. Process of making the holes slowed it, so that it now travels just fast enough squawk, retain its orbit and return occasional objects such as Squawk, sounds squawk. My God, I don't, I know it's a mathematical must-trust much see. Snow, I don't, I don't, I don't put it, I didn't put it there. Squawk, Abby was silent for a moment. Then he says later, a name, Squawk. Hmm, said very well, well, he appeared to Brighton. Said, it so, it's up to me as leaders of to name it, Squawk. Very well there, very well, he said. A chop-licking tone was his, was his voice. He heard it all too often for, he said waiting. Is a much as Mars, Adamus, Moon. It's called Demos. and ex- He said, "I think I should name the third, third moon Mars, Possumus.":
1: Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything, from T-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets, and of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection, or the rich and polished premium Slub Crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code staple L E two zero.